You betcha. Good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Hamburger Helper. And we're live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in Deer Valley, Arizona. I hope this finds you well, no matter where you're hunkered down in a world gone mad. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Gold and silver, things that are real, things that are tangible, things that have been around forever. Protect your tomorrows with something that wasn't born yesterday. Call one 800 592 and place an order immediately. Or head out to the website at allamericangold.com, updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. They're live on this 29th day of April 2020 in the year of our Lord. Uh, at KXXT 1010 AM here in Phoenix, Family Values Radio, 1360KHNC.com, 1360KHNC. Uh, Powder Valley Power Company has shut our transmitter off for about four hours. Apparently they're doing some service in the area. And like the police today, you know the police, if there's a fender bender, they don't care. They'll shut an eight-lane road. They'll divert people. They'll back up traffic for, you know, they never used to do that. I mean, for the littlest things, they just shut the road. They don't care about anybody anymore. Power company, same way. Yeah, we don't care. You're a radio station. I'm joined with the president of Patriot Trading Group and my partner at the radio station, Joe Jaquint, a uh, wonderful individual and an all-around good guy. That's right. Which Don't I left right. out yesterday. Right, you left that out yesterday. So how you yeah, doing, leave man? That in. I'm doing all right, yeah. So we'll see uh, uh, anywhere from two to five hours. You know, it's kind of like when is the cable guy going to show up at your house? Right. Right, kind of like that. How long's the power going to be out? Uh, here's the good news. So there is there is some good news in, in all of that. When when the power is restored, uh, we we started working, uh, putting the new AC unit, doing some work at the transmitter. Uh, when everything comes back on, we're going to be at full power. We're going to have uh, everything ready for the summer, and and so uh, good things will happen. This is one of those things. Nothing we could do about it. They've been. They've actually been working out there for a while, and now they're at that point where uh, they're going to have to shut it down. And the problem is, it's kind of remote. You know, it's it's we're, our our transmitter's out in the middle of a field, for for lack of a better term. And so no, 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 that's the exact term. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're out in the middle, out in the sticks there. And you ever seen? You, know, you see these towers? You see towers all the time. You know, like here in Phoenix. You see them up on the mountains, and you don't really ever give them a second thought. Yeah, you don't think about it. So, right? You could drive right past it, and you didn't even know you drove past it. Now I own I own a group <laughs> yeah, of them. Right? I went so, out there and looked at them. I'm like, wow, this is pretty neat. There's Ooh. like one junction box in like a 10-mile radius. Right. Because there's nothing out there, and that box needed to be replaced or redone. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a power person, but uh, it'll be back up sometime uh, between – in the next, say, half hour and one well, thirty, it's going to be like because we got we got the engineers out there, we got the HVAC guy putting the, the air units in, and the, I said, well, it's a great time to wire this up, but it's going to probably be a lot like in the kids climbing the fence in Jura- the electric fence in ja- Jurassic Park because they'll be like trying to get this wired up, and all of a sudden it's going to start going eat eat eat. So I hope nobody gets electrocuted. If they do, they it's Joe Jake went to that. <laughs> All around good guy. Call Give Joe in. a call. So, the uh, there's been a, an official uh, terminology created for this new economic cycle that we're in, and it's not a recession and it's not a depression, but it's a mixture of the two. It's a repression 
A repression. This is the great repression. And it is. We've repressed everything. The government's just repressed it, put it all down. You guys all climb into a hole. We're going to give everybody money. Oops. That's the part they're having trouble with. Because I do mean everybody. From the L.A. Lakers down to the illegal aliens, everybody has to get a check. They're going to monetize the entire economy. Now, Wall Street was set for a massive down day overnight. Trading volumes were in the futures market were starting to rise, uh, coincided with uh, big steep drops. If you watch the charts, and all of a sudden they waved a magic wand this morning because Gilead, Gilead's, Remember, and in all fairness, Gilead peeled 500 off the Dow one day. Today they put it back on. So because, yes, they the, the virus, the uh, the vaccination tests are working. Yeah, well, Not it, really. yeah, this isn't a vaccination. This is a treatment. Uh, and, and it was so funny because uh, this drug has been, they, they tried to use it for Ebola. They're, they're, this is the same drug that they've been talking about with Gilead for a while. Here Here's what really happened. They're in a, in a trial. It's not even a phase one trial. This was kind of a trial before the trial, if you will. Uh, and the results, you wouldn't get this on the idiot box. You would have thought massive great things happened. I actually found the, the release of the actual results. 53% of the people that were taking the drug for five or ten days uh, showed some, some form of improvement. Uh, but they don't know if it was because they got the drug or not. That was the problem. Well, there's always hope. We'll be back. I'm Eric Sears, Drummond, Joe Jaquin. It's hump day. That changes things, really, for all the couples that are locked up. So, anyway, I'll leave it at that. GOP senators now are asked if loan programs discriminate against gun companies. A group of Republican lawmakers want to know if banks doling out small Business loans as part of the coronavirus relief package are discriminating against companies in the gun and energy sector. I'm going to just go off off the rails and crazy talk, yes. Yes, that is happening. Yes. Now, why? How come people are getting passes? How come the World Health Organization, that guy, Trump says, well, we're cutting him off, but the liberal press gives him a pass? I mean, well, you know what? Let's talk. How about many deaths is the WHO responsible for with fake news and Chinese leaning how, uh, how press about, reports? Right. How much did they downplay this when this first came out about China? And and if they hadn't downplayed it, right, where would we be today? Absolutely. And of course, let's face it: the the Chinese are the one that calls the shots with the World Health Organization to begin with. So how do you get off the hook there? Pick another one: SBA, another alphabet. Okay, completely inept. Okay, none of the money's gotten where it's supposed to go. It all went to the wrong people. Of course, the SBA is blaming the banks, but the SBA is who handed out the money. So I said, well, who's in charge of the SBA? Why is this person not just completely paraded out across the television as as this is the person who's killing small business in America? Right, when they saw, wait a minute, the Lakers are getting money, Ruth Chris is right. getting money, Port Potbelly... Uh, sandwich shops are getting money. And it's Shake Shack's getting money. Right. You think somebody at the SBA base said, hey, wait a minute. So all the small businesses that were supposed to get the money didn't get it. So now they had to make up another $300 billion and they, the computers break. So they can't get the SBA computer breaks. Now, 
Who's in charge of the SBA? And why hasn't anyone asked this You know question? what? It's a great question because you asked me this this morning. I had no idea. It didn't even dawn on me to even ask, you know, where is this person? You know, we have all these these uh, press briefings every day, and they, they tout out the the quote-unquote scientist and the doctor, you know, Blix or Bricks and, and Fauci. What about this SBA? I've never seen this person. Well, even, is it a man? Is it a woman? I don't it's know. It's a woman. Uh, she's Hispanic. Okay. It's Her name is Jovita, I guess. J-O-V-I-T-A. Jovita Carranza, according to Wikipedia. An American businesswoman who served as the administrator of the Small Business Administration. Okay, so she's a businesswoman. That would make sense. If you're going to run the you're SBA. You're going to run the Small Business. That's what it stands right, for. Right. Small, Small Business Association. Okay? You should be a business person. Absolutely. So, so, so far, I'm okay so far. Okay, well, you know, she could be a token bureaucrat because she previously served as the 44th Treasurer of the United States from 2017 to 2020. She was appointed by Trump uh, before she served the Deputy Administration of the United States, SBA, December 06 and 09. So she was a uh, she was with the SBA uh, under George Bush. Okay, she wait was, a minute. Wait a minute. I don't. I'm hear sorry. 06, 09 would be uh, uh, that would be Bush, right? So but, yeah, the the really? tail end of Bush and okay. into Obama. Obama right. came along and and. Uh, took office in 09. Uh, but but I guess my question is, so far I haven't heard any business Well, yet. hang on. Let's I've heard keep government. Yeah. She was appointed by Bush. She was unanimously confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Prior to her first appointment to the SBA, Carranza served as vice president of air operations for UPS. Previously, Carranza was president and CEO. She held the largest, the highest title ever for a Hispanic at UPS. But that's not a small She's business. She's never run a small business. Ever. Ever. Does that make any sense to you? How do you get appointed to that position? Wouldn't you want to come and they were... Well, I think, you know what, she's actually very qualified because look who they gave the money to. So she had in the mid-70s, Carranza first pointed UPS. She was part-time night shift box handler. She worked her way up to vice president, managing domestic operations and president of international operations for Latin America and the Caribbean. When she left UPS, she served as vice president of air operations at its facility in Louisville, Kentucky, and was the highest-ranking Latina in UPS history. Now, that sounds like someone, you know, that should not be running something called the Small Business Administration. Now, she's obviously very, very qualified. If you were talking about somebody that was overseeing large corporations, I would think she'd be qualified for that. Just crazy. The problem is she was appointed to run something to oversee small businesses, which she absolutely has no clue how they run. Well, the whole thing, obviously, is window dressing. So it, it, it uh, a, sounds like government it to a, me. gets a Hispanic in a government-appointed right. office, B, and a woman. Okay? And, and but, C, UPS is a huge lobbyist. Right, huge lobbyist. Huge lobbyist. So now they've got, they've got their girl on the inside. Crazy, isn't it? You think this has anything to do with the fact that they can't get any money out to small businesses? The most inept organization in the world. This is crazy. They've handed out past trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, and it goes to Shake Shack and the L.A. Lakers. So anyway, now here's another new one brewing in the world that uh, insurance companies want no liability, none, 
for coronavirus issues. That's it. The U.S. insurance is now promoting and lobbying the idea of an insurance plan paid for by the federal government. So, that, you know, that it was, for any businesses that suffer any losses from the pandemic, people familiar with the effort told Reuters News Service this morning, the campaign involves discussion with lawmakers and regulators, public statements and coordination and broad coalition of non-insurance companies, including retailers, hotelers, booksellers, sources said. Now, again, they have so much legal wrangling still left to do. And obviously, this has not been declared an act of God. Okay, it is not. And I, it may go all the way to the Supreme Court, because once the force majeure uh comes into a contract you can walk away from so many things let me ask you this if and reports are out there today saying that the u.s government now uh may may potentially believe that this was created in the chinese lab would that nullify the act of god because obviously it was just some chinese guy yes yeah it would no longer be an act of god so if china is in fact held liable for this so this explains the lawsuits that are lining up. You think it, they might have? You think China can write a check for? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you got an extra twenty trillion? They got to ask Cha Ching. Their well, they, they Treasury Secretary. I did see the president has signed uh, using his powers from the Production Act, uh, telling the meat packers to get back to work uh, and and protecting them against uh, lawsuits from their workers. Well. Something's going to have to give here. So, and you, and we saw you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, and now uh, they were talking about it yesterday. Uh, I always forget the guy's name. I'm getting old. About liability that you know they're they're trying to get it, if the companies and stores and everything reopen that there will be no lawsuits allowed. They got to have that. What's Corona. taking so long? I don't know. So. I don't know. Ask Hovita Carranza. She'll let you know. So. By, by the way, just a quick update. I got more news on Gilead. This was called a single arm, which just means they, they did 397 people in this test. Half of them recovered. I guess the other half didn't. Uh, but they didn't even evaluate the drug against the control group. So they don't even know if... Uh, it was plunge protection. Yeah, they stuff, didn't even so. know if, hey, these half, half the people recover anyway with or without the drug, which is my guess is that's exactly what happened. So The, the Dow uh, charts are at the and bottom. I don't mean to poo-poo it. I want this to be the solution. Boy, it sure doesn't look like it. The, the traders were all talking about how the Dow yesterday had peeled off 500 towards the close. Well, we had... And it was heading south. The and It hit the bottom of the resistance uh, line again. Not the top, but the bottom, which is horrible and this was all plunge protection team i'm all for it. i'm all I'm for, all for it. it you're all for it i'm, I'm not all this for is it. this is so. reckless it's dangerous uh gdp negative 4.8 percent in the first quarter and you know what's funny is we say that again wait negative 4.8 wait say that again gdp first quarter that was out today first quarter first quarter gdp what is that annually that's that's 20 percent that, that that's a pretty significant haircut uh, and we only really had two bad weeks. You remember, stocks at all-time high in the middle of February. Negative uh, 4.8% to, to Eric's point, the plunge protection team. Plus, Jay Powell's going to be giving uh, the Federal Reserve meeting today, the press conference today, so they got to make sure everything looks good for that. 
Google reported after hours last night, revenue collapsed. At, now, they beat, but revenue collapsed on them in March. A Wall Street Journal did. I'm just going to read you some headlines. This is what the uh, Southwest Post first quarter loss in more than nine years. Boeing apparently knew about the max problems and didn't tell anybody, and now they're saying that opens up Boeing for lawsuits. Wait now. a minute. Boeing stock skyrocketed. Yeah, Boeing this stock, by the way, is on fire this morning. Go figure. Ford lost $2 billion. Nissan says it's going to have its first annual deficit in 11 years. i got to turn the page here. Samsung reports fall in its profits. Starbucks posted its first sales fall since 2009. Harley-Davidson says it's going to start shutting its stores. Retailers seek relief uh, on rents because of the virus. Landlords are now highlighting the woes of office conditions in the U.S. And uh, what was the last headline? Oh, yeah. Uh, dividend suspensions reach a record high. This was all in the Wall Street Journal this morning. Ah, everything's looking wonderful. So, And CNBC came out and said the economy is going to need trillions more in stimulus, oh, we which we that. all know that. Yeah. So Maybe that's why it's up. Well, yeah, because of course CNBC, it is. I told everybody this is CNBC what's going to happen. CNBC tells uh, everybody what to do now. Well, stocks are going to go up. Everything's going to go up. The price of meat's getting ready to skyrocket. Once people get moving again, get ready. You're going to have ten, twelve, fifteen dollar a gallon gasoline. I'm going to tell you right now. You so, brought up a great point on meat. So they're talking about what the meat processors now need to do in order to get the employees to come to work and not end up getting well, the Trump virus. ordered it. The meat packers skyrocket the cost at these meat processing plants. No doubt about it. So this is what I told you is going to happen. There's not a shortage of money. This is not the issue. There's not a shortage of money. I mean, ultimately, the people who need it, the small businesses, aren't getting it. But the rest of it that's gone out to all these corporations and the, uh, I guess, the, the, the bottom end, the top and the bottom end of the scale has all gotten money. Okay? The middle class is where it's missing. Well, that's where the, so, another great sucking sound out of the middle class when this thing's all said and done. You're exactly right. The top's got the money. The bottom got the money. The middle guys didn't. Uh, pending home sales down 21% in March. Lyft today fired 17% of their workforce, uh, furloughing hundreds if not thousands of more employees. So the layoffs still continuing as all of this goes on. SeaWorld today uh, finally got rid of all of its employees and now is asking for a bailout. You know, Joe Biden made the most prophetic statement ever. The other day, Leah and the lawman were talking about it last night. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, uh, Joe Biden said Econ- the term economic intercourse. He doesn't even know. I mean, he had no idea. He's just rattling it off. He had no idea what it meant. It's just another typical Bidenism that made no sense at all. But the more I thought about it, I thought, well, how accurate this statement is. If you're China, China has definitely given America a little economic oh, intercourse. They have, We've they? been screwed royally by those guys. So <laughs> who, I think my, who won my the trade war. He hit it right <laughs> on the head, right? So you know, you bring up an interesting point about Biden. And and I'm just gonna throw this out there totally off the subject. So remember the Supreme Court justice that they they the Democrats 
created holy murder on about this woman who said that she, he was assaulted her, couldn't remember the day, sometime in the summer. I don't know what day of the week. I don't know how I got to the party. I don't know how I got home from the party. And none of her friends could corroborate her story. Yet Joe Biden and this woman, she told all of her friends, told her mother, filed a police report. They have an interview with Larry King from the 90s where the lady mother called up and yet not a single Democrat is saying a single word. What is wrong with this country? Not one character of ink was printed. So, oh well, isn't life good? Where you stand on a situation, you know. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. New York is the 13th state to grant driver's licenses to illegal aliens. It's a horrible left-wing policy that helps illegals evade law enforcement. However, the Empire State isn't just one of the pack on this bad idea. New York went even further by banning the sharing of information about DUIs based on the stereotype that Hispanic immigrants are disproportionately convicted of driving under the influence. To make sure this reckless policy doesn't endanger American lives... President Trump's Department of Homeland Security announced that it would no longer let New Yorkers participate in safe travel programs like Global Entry and Nexus. New York's radical state attorney general promptly filed a lawsuit against DHS, but it's becoming less likely that a holdover Obama judge will be able to stop Trump policies from taking effect. With nearly 200 judges appointed by Trump to the federal courts, including 50 to the all-important courts of appeals, Actions by the Trump administration are no longer slapped down like they were before. Hillary Clinton tried to take a moderate position on the issue of driver's licenses for illegal aliens back in 2008. However, by 2016, Hillary had shifted to the more radical position espoused by the open borders lobby. In 2020, no leading Democrat is allowed to say what Hillary said in 2008. Every Democrat in the presidential campaigns insisted that anyone who entered the country illegally had a right to stay here permanently and become a voting citizen, protected by state and local government against federal law enforcement and deportation. President Trump has long spoken out against harboring criminal aliens in sanctuary cities. He appears with the victims or their survivors like Jamil Shaw, Marianne Mendoza, and Ronil Singh. Attorney General William Barr promised a significant escalation of the government's war against sanctuary cities, counties, and states that have openly defied federal immigration laws in their jurisdictions. Barr announced new lawsuits against New Jersey and King County, Washington. Now the Democrats' worst fears are being realized. Their own failed impeachment has unleashed Trump. The president is putting the pedal to the metal, executing the agenda he ran on in 2016. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the latest on building the wall to protect our southern border? To the liberal media, it's a joke. But the crisis of illegal aliens is no laughing matter. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're asking serious questions regarding what to build, who's paying for it, and how best to deploy our military. Go to phyllisschlafly.com and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Thanks, uh, all our Colorado uh, antenna listeners, antennae, the ETs that are forced to come to 1360KHNC.com 
Thanks for making the trip over. We'll have the uh, transmitter up and running again momentarily as soon as Powder Valley Power Company decides to enlighten us with some of their wattage. Front page of the Wall Street Journal today. The uh, This could be a, a big issue. The Airbnb phone from her new Airbnb Inc. booking to be the sound of what she called magical money. A property she rented out in Jersey City, New Jersey on Airbnb could gross more than 8000 a month. She said double what long-term tenants would pay. Now Mrs. Dopp associates the dings with cancellations and financial misery. The 54-year-old information technology contractor said she had about 10,000 in bookings evaporate literally overnight in March. She has 22000 in monthly expenses for a largely Airbnb portfolio. She said that included another Jersey City home and a house in Miami. In her mind, the promise of more rental income offset the growing debt. She said, I made a bargain with the devil. Miss Stop is part of the upper crust dimension of the gig economy. Property owners and speculators who bought or leased real estate in pursuit of Airbnb profits. Airbnb spawned this tremendous cottage industry. Arizona's loaded with these things. Scottsdale is loaded with the Airbnb homes. And and really all of Arizona, spring training and all the other stuff, the touristy stuff. I wonder what percentage of homes are Airbnb homes. Well, the rentals, I mean, are just run amok out here in Arizona. I mean, yeah, so especially, yeah, you get up around Carefree and, well, just about anywhere. I mean, and they created a huge problem because you have all these nightly rentals. So a lot of the homeowners associations have outlawed them. They won't allow them. You have to have people in for at least two months. But, yeah, this is just a uh, this is just an example that Wall Street picked out, Wall Street Journal. So, you know what's interesting, though? I mean, will it lead to a wave of foreclosures, do you think? I don't know. Well, this is the question nobody can ask. And then you look at you look at the news this morning, there's literally a dichotomy trying to figure it out. So mortgage demand to buy new homes rises 12% as rate hit record low. Mortgage demand for home buyers to buy property rose 12%, signaling a potential turn in buyer confidence amid the seemingly never-ending coronavirus. Meanwhile, the average contract interest rate for 30-year fixed mortgages decreased to 343 from 345 last week. I think that's a number that's still way high. Mortgage applications to buy home rose last week, but refinance demand fell. So now you have that article, and then literally on the very next page, contracts to buy existing homes plunged in March by the most since 2010 as the coronavirus forced people to stay at home and the economy spiraled down. The pending home, which these are homes that went under contract. So according to the National Association of Realtors, they released the data this morning. The median forecast in the Bloomberg Survey of Economists called for a decrease of 13.6 compared with a year earlier. The contract signings dropped 14.5 on an unadjusted basis. So the housing market is temporarily grappling with the coronavirus-induced shutdown, which reduced listings and purchases. And that's that's one of the issues. It's not like 08, though, because, A, the, 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 the people, the mortgages – larger percentage of them was was current as opposed to 08 which you know they were all in over their heads and refinancing and uh so you know we've only been shut down how long what you know 45 really, days really really 
this week, Friday, May, May 1st, will be the second payment. Yeah. You so. know, and for a lot of people, the shutdown really didn't happen in March. It didn't start till April. So for some people, it's the second payment. For a lot of people, it's the first payment that they're going to be missing. What's interesting here in Phoenix, that homes for sale are down about 14% from where they were a year ago, and, that are on the market. Right, and I believe that. A lot of so. people that, that want to sell probably don't want these people in there, you know, because they're scared. Right. They don't want random people coming into the home. I wonder what's going to happen when we get the Ollie Ollie income free. How many people are going to go, I never want to see this house ever again? <laughs> you know? I don't know. When you're stuck in them. So. <laughs> but what's going to happen? I mean, as the people, if Arizona, if the heat, and we're going to find out here in a week or so, that if the heat, because we've been at 100, you know, for, what, three or four days now, that if the heat abates the disease and it's still propagating in, you know, New York and, you See, know, this Chicago. Is where, this is where I'm confused. I can't imagine what will happen. Is it the so. ultraviolet rays or is it the heat? Yeah, I don't know. So. Or is it both? Well, we have both here. Because we've had ultraviolet rays the whole time. I, I mean, I, I don't know. All in all, though, it was kind of a weird winter. It was like it really the old was, yeah. the old 70s winters. A lot of you old-timers in Phoenix, listen to me. I want to say hi to all our Sun City listeners. We really appreciate you taking time out of your retirement to let us you know, into your lives. But I know we've got a ton of listeners there, and uh, and you're all doing pretty well. I mean, man, we haven't really dodged a bullet out here so far. So, uh, yeah, knock on wood. That, um, I mean, it's just if the fact that you can come to Arizona – and avoid all this, and it really is that when way. When is it's Governor Ducey going to tell us something? That's what I keep waiting for. Well, you know what? Remember when they used to, I talked about this a week ago or so, they used to test the hydrogen bombs in Nevada? Why can't they just let out a hydrogen peroxide bomb? <laughs> can't they just add peroxide to it? Okay, it's going to rain. Drop the peroxide. Right. Everybody, you can tell anyone that's been exposed to it because their hair is blonde. They're all they're all bleach blonde. They, they, you know. Wouldn't that just blow everything out? I, I got my highlights done. The hydrogen peroxide bomb. We have the technology. Jim, we can build it bigger and faster. So I don't know. one 800 is a... Uh, I think the hydrogen peroxide bomb has gone off in parts of Scottsdale. You've seen <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm not going to say anything, but, uh, yeah, some people need to ease off the peroxide, you know what I'm saying. The H-bomb, yes. So, I don't know. It would seem to me it would solve everything. I think Bill Gates wants to do that. I, You know what they did? I think it was gosh, Brazil. Is that right? I don't know. South America somewhere, they're spraying hydrogen peroxide-based stuff. They're just spraying it, you know. What could possibly go wrong? I have no idea. Just little blonde hair and eyebrows. <laughs> Your dogs are blonde. Cows are blonde. Oh, my God, the white cow. It, it, I'm sure it's harmless to fish. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what about that? They say also, you know, there's many of these questions we study here and ponder ad infinitum on the Patriot Radio News Hour, that if they're able to find the coronavirus in wastewater, which we've all seen that, you know, they study this, how they're going to pinpoint where the they think the next hot spot's going to be. The hot spots are going to be through the wastewater. Well, how the hell can everybody swim at Lake Pleasant? <laughs> Does that make any sense? It doesn't make any sense to me. So if you're at the lake, you have it, you're, you know, you'll be dead any moment now. But at least you'll be tanned. And the hydrogen peroxide, you'll be blocked. So, 
we'll get back to business. Sorry, my mind wanders. That was my re- teacher and my report card used to write that. Eric's mind wanders. It's not talks in class. <laughs> we'll be back. Running amok in this country. Welcome back to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't forget, we're still in the battle, uh, the tipping point. The country's trying to go extreme left, and we're all a bunch of old codgers, you know, flummoxed here trying to hold it together. So I just got uh, over the break here. Bank of America has now released its results from the second round of the SBA program. They say they've submitted 184,000 applications. They've got another 50,000 applications ready to go. They say the problem is they're not hearing anything at all from the SBA. Of the 184,000 applicants submitted, only 1,000 of them have been given a number by the SBA. Isn't that crazy? Which, but, you know, I did some quick public school math. That works out to .005%. It's getting worse, not better. They, they actually managed to get 13% of the applications the first time around. Well, yeah, so. They only submitted the big companies. So Hovita gets a pass on all this. Hovita, baby, what's the matter? Como esta? I mean, you know, what's, what's happening? So, I mean, it's just crazy. Hecho, my money yo. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So amazing. You couldn't pick her out of a lineup. They've been in the news solid for at least three weeks on the largest handout in the history of business, and yet her name is completely gone. If she was a gray haired white guy who looked like, say, oh, yeah. say you know, uh, Mike like Pence. Fancy. No, Mike Pence. Pence right. Oh, yeah. They'd be evil. Evil. Speaking of evil, a school board in Alaska has decided that five classic works of literature, including The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, are unsuitable for high schoolers to read and has now pulled them from the curriculum. The Mantansuka Sustina School Board, yes, probably a Clinkett Indians, with a 5-2 vote banned the book from being taught, also banned literary classics, yes, evil, The Invisible Man, yeah, we can't have oh, that. Whoa. Oh, God. Whoa. By Ralph Ellison. Catch-22. I read that book. You read it? Yeah, it was mandatory. Yeah, had to read it. By Joseph Heller. The Things That They Carried by Tim O'Brien. And I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. The Anchorage Daily News reported today. According to Jillian Morrison, Matsu School Board spokesman, teachers are now forbidden from teaching the books in their classes. The school board released their reasons for banning the books. I know why the Caged Birds contains Angelou's description of sexual abuse she suffered. Gatsby was challenged for language and sexual references. The Invisible Man got into trouble with the board for containing bad language, rape, and incest, while Catch-22 got nailed for racial slurs. Now, all gay and lesbian books are all still in there. Don't don't you lefties worry, okay? We got them in there, so. But, uh, Amazing. Nowhere to hide. Alaska? Come on. Yes, let's dumb down the next generation. Part of the reason that uh, 
you know, the emergency test of the government shutdown system has uh, been so successful because they've dumbed down society. Yeah, well, look at it. And what a great time to do all this stuff when no one's paying attention. Nobody talks about the polio pandemic, which was horrible in the 40s and 50s, and it didn't affect the old people. It affected the, the children. And I mean, you know, eventually people quit taking their children to public schools or public pools. They thought sitting in water contained the virus. And I mean, there was so much misinformation about it. And turned out it was passed through bad food, I think, is what they eventually, really? is eventually where it came from. So, but nobody knew the same thing that's happening now. Miracle cures here and there. But the, you know, think of the ch- children, children, hey, you know, your most precious asset. Did the country close? No. No, it didn't. So this is how crazy this is. Marriage rate in the United States now has fallen to a record low. Been so many things now we're seeing. You know, marriage rates, uh, the latest study now saying that 50 million Americans may have lost their job over the last six weeks. It's incredible. We know tomorrow we're going to get to 30 million in the unemployment thing, but the states now, every state is talking about how their people are not getting processed because they're just overwhelmed. The system was never designed, you know, most states, the system was designed to process, you know, 10, maybe if you were like New York or California, maybe 20,000 people a week. None of them were designed to process 50,000, 100,000, 500,000 claims a week. Just wasn't designed to do it. But they gave the money to the states, which is yes. just like the SBA giving the money to the banks. The states are bankrupt. You don't give people that are bankrupt money to hand out to other are, people. Are you trying to say that the states may have spent the money on something else? You think? So maybe, oh, I don't know, pension funds? Oh, by the way, did you know states can't file bankruptcy? Under yes, that, it's the law. Right, but you can change it. Yes, so, that's what McConnell was was leading up to. Right, so you can you can change the law, and they can file bankruptcy and walk from all their contractual obligations. So, otherwise, they default. So they can default. There's nothing in the law that says the state has to pay your pension. They can default. Right. I mean, the 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 issue is, what do you think? Who are they going to pay, and who are they not going to pay? Right? Are they going to play the retired cops, or are they going to pay the cops that, that are, are working? working? Right. Right? Which one would you Are pay? they going to pay the retired teachers or the teachers that are working? Right? You, you understand what this is. And, 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 of course, I don't know what's going to happen. The, the bailout size to bail out these states, it's, it's well, CNBC had it right today. Trillions and trillions and trillions and only if we spend trillions and trillions and trillions can we possibly recover in 2022. That's what the article was saying. Well, we'll see. So they can they can amend the federal bankruptcy code. But you know what's interesting? The cities and towns, you know, municipal bonds, municipalities, they can file bankruptcy. So the tax-free munis, just the states can. Oh, it'll wipe them out. Oh, yeah. It'll wipe out all the retirees. You know, all the pension plans that buy all these types of muni bonds. Right. And the, oh, uh, they'd never be able to sell another. And, and, and so. so many of these muni bonds are way, way overrated because they're like, now nah, the state won't let them go under. And, 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 the, and the federal government won't let the state go under. And the state won't let New York City go under. You know, that, that old thing. Well, it's tax-free. Now it's profit-free. Anyway.
that'll never happen, right? It's not like the Federal Reserve and the taxpayers are putting out trillions of dollars already. Uh-oh. Be back. You're listening to Patriot Radio News Hour. More fun than having Jovita Carranza in charge of your payroll. The damage to labor markets around the world is proving far more severe than initially estimated after the government's extended shutdowns to damp the spread of corona. The International Labor Organization, the ILO, ever hear of them? Hmm. No. Said Wednesday that working hours will be 10.5% lower this quarter than before the crisis started, equivalent to 305 million full-time jobs eliminated. The figure marks what is described as a significant deterioration on its previous estimate of just 195 million jobs. It's a statistic that's difficult to capture, and we all have to think of the human suffering that stands behind the extraordinary figure, said ILO Director General Guy Ryder. Now, there's a name. Guy Ryder. Sounds like it should be an MC for a, a 70s game show host. <laughs> Hi, I'm Guy Ryder. Save that tune. Wild. <laughs> but I guess it's nothing to laugh at. Product. We have product available. We have 20s, 10s, and 5s. Uh, we have 90% silver available, which I'm amazed. You can still get a uh, bag of 90% silver uh, quarters uh, are less than half dollars. So you can save a little money on the quarters, but they are available. So, And I don't know if they're available for everybody. I see out of stock all around the country, but we have a supplier that uh, has been able to procure some. Um, we have uh, the U.S. $10 Liberty and a roll of Silver Eagles is still available at fifteen fifty, and that's all in, including delivery. Uh, those we ran yesterday. I'm not sure how many we have left. The problem is, is the U.S. Mint is you know not making anything, so the Silver Eagles are suspect at best. Um, people that you know, the same thing that happened to, to toilet paper happened to silver. It's to sell their gold and silver to make margin calls, and this is what you battle with here. But ultimately, the monetization, the capitalization of the entire U.S. economy. I mean, right now, if they were to try to, you know, print up, what is it? What are we up to? Seven trillion dollars so far in stimulus in hundred-dollar bills. They wouldn't have it out on the street by 2025. They literally, you'd be seeing hundred-thousand-dollar bills in change right now. I mean, they'd have to do it to get it out to the maybe even larger. So they've been able to literally paper over this. No pun intended electronically without creating paper so i don't see any way any way as we progress through this and as everything mutates uh barring a miracle vaccine you know joe and i talked about that yesterday the fastest vaccine ever online was mumps so but everybody's has hope i have hope i'd like to see this eradicated for everybody's sake, not just mine, but ultimately children and my grandchildren. I mean, we all would, let's face it. Well, it's going to happen. I mean, there's no doubt. You know, it, it, Obviously, a uh, question of, of if, in my opinion, versus when. I don't know when it's going to happen, but, but it's going to happen. The problem is the financial condition of the dollar, by the time this all happens, is what the issue is. We've got, we're going to have to live... With all of that money that's been created, and we already know what's going to happen, and that's that hyperinflation that you keep mentioning. Well, the definition, look it up. 
uh, money printed at will without correlating goods and services. So, to put it mildly. God bless everybody. Thanks for allowing us into your lives. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back. It should be any, any minute now. Thank you. God bless. We're out of here. Bye now.